Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City. I'm sitting here behind the bright red desk on a beautiful Sunday. Sun's getting ready to go down. So we're saying goodbye to the sun and getting ready for another week of work. Uh, what we do here in the week of the weekly weather uh, for the week of March 14th, 2021. Last night we had daylight savings time. We sprang forward an hour. And we are now officially springing forward into spring. This week is big, lots of turbulence in the sense that the planets are going to be changing signs. And so we know when that happens, you know, as they shift energy, Mercury's been in Aquarius since January. He's going to dive from a high dive into Pisces. Uh, Venus has been hanging out and having a grand old time exalted in Pisces, and now she's going to go into Aries. The sun, he's been hanging out in Pisces, he's going to go into Aries. So we have a lot of changing energy up above us. And so that always means that we kind of feel, you know, when they when the sun and Venus climb out of the ocean they've been swimming in, they're going to come and want to sit around a warm fire. And, of course, as... Uh, we have the energies dive as we have this Mercury dive from high into the ocean. He's going to suddenly become wordless because when he's in Pisces, he doesn't have words. The analogy I always use for this is when you were a little kid and you played in a pool and you played tea party and you went underwater and you were talking to your friend and you were gesturing with your hands and pretending to drink your teacup. You may not have done that, but I did that. Um, you know, because Mercury in Pisces doesn't have words, but he does have music. He has sounds. Right, so you may find you're like oh, or like whoa, 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 whoa. you know, kind of make the noises that kind of speak to the energy. So, I have a friend who has uh, Sonia who has a dog named Merlin, and Merlin goes whoa, 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 whoa. when he wants you to give him food, he'll come over and he'll look at you and he'll go whoa, 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 whoa. and you'll be like Merlin, you want some food? And you look at Sonia and she goes mm-mm, shakes her head or she goes mm-mm, nods her head because Merlin has a sensitive digestive system. And uh, if you give him the wrong food, it's not a pleasant experience. But if it's okay, Sonia will be like, mm-hmm, you can give him that. And he goes, wah, 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 wah. And then he's like very happy. So we're going to have, we're all going to be going, wah, 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 until Mercury goes into Aries, which is April 2nd, 3rd, depending on your time zone. So Mercury is not going to be communicating so well. He's going to be feeling, 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 feeling. But he is going to be... Um, working with that water energy. And correspondingly, the Sun and Venus, who've been floating along in Pisces, now they're going to get a little fierce. They're going to get a little direct. They're going to be asking for what they want because they're getting out of the water and drying off. Right. So the energy is interesting this week. We also had a new moon yesterday at 23 Pisces. Remember, we have a new moon every year. Uh, In Pisces, this moon brings up what was going on for you 19 years ago, so back to 2002. Think about what was going on in March, if you you remember. Uh, It is a Pisces moon, after all. It might have merged into the memory banks. But what we do with that Pisces moon is we have this wonderful um, energy of new beginnings. It's a 23, so it's a good time to do the ritual. If you didn't do your ritual yet, don't do one today or tomorrow, Monday, unless you want to get rid of something. If you want to get rid of something, Moon and Aries is squaring Pluto. 
if you want to bring some stuff in, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all great because the moon goes into Taurus with lovely closing aspects, and then it goes into Gemini with frisky closing aspects. Um, so the energy is very nice those weeks, those days, this week. Hi, Remo, for doing, yes, I know you're going to play with us on the call. Remo's been very chatty. Um, He's got, he has some Gemini, and he has been howling today. I went into the bedroom, and I'd left the radio on because, you know, daylight savings time. I mean, I knew about it, but I didn't set my alarm because normally I wake up in time, and of course, today I woke up to Skype ringing in my living room. I'm like, oh my God, I slept right through, not right through, but I slept through the first 10 minutes of my first appointment, and I left the radio on, and I ran, you know, ran into the desk and started working. So I went in because it's playing, right, and Remo's sitting there listening to a baseball game, and I kind of looked at him, and I'm like, you want me to turn it off? He's like, no, no, I'm listening to the game. (laughs) You know, like, I'm like, all right. So I left the radio on, and came back out here and went back to work. So he's been very chatty, very communicative about what he wants. And, you know, the planets are talking to us about what they want. Now, last week, um, I did say, you know, the week would have a range to it. What happened in the middle there? I think it's important to talk about. There was uh, an energy of Venus and uh, the Sun and Neptune kind of all hanging out, you know, together. And so I was working on electing a chart, which as an astrologer is when you figure out, you know, what a good time to do something is. So I'm electing, electing, and I keep getting treachery and people going behind your back and dishonesty. I'm like, geez, these are really, and I mean, like for a couple of days. So I was like, all right, this is really weird. I don't know, maybe my software is broken. You know, I did that upgrade. So I called SolarFire, which is the software I used, and I, you know, taught talked to Madeline, who's wonderful. We exchanged niceties. And I said, Madeline, I'm trying to elect a chart, and I keep getting the parts of dishonesty and deception and people treacherous and going behind your back. And I'm like, okay. She's like, well, let me look up what they mean. And she goes, ascendant equals sun plus Neptune. I'm like, oh, okay. The part of dishonesty, ascendant equals sun plus Neptune. Oh, the part of treachery, ascendant equals, the part of betrayal. I'm like, well, you know, as long as the sun is hanging out with Neptune, which is like this week, I'm going to have to wait till it gets past it and we get into a new place. So I'm like, all right, that's great. Um, you know, watching that energy. So you may have felt, and of course, you know, I do apologize if I didn't say this last week, which I don't think I did. I kind of think I did the positive part of the Ascendant plus Sun Neptune, which is you're working on your dream, you're having your spiritual quest. But also all that Pisces can make you a little paranoid. It also can be people going behind your back and doing things behind your back. And of course, that did happen to me. You know, I found out uh, something and I went, wow, that's interesting, you know, so, uh, huh, interesting, going behind my back, sounds like it might be a Scorpio, and it was, um, sounds like they're trying to, you know, stir the pot and be difficult, Mars and Gemini, right, uh, you know, say some stuff, probably got some Gemini in their chart, and they did, um, and so I just, I just do want to say something, if you were betrayed last week, if someone went behind your back, and did stuff. And of course, here in New York, we're having the governor having a lot of trouble right now, um, Governor Cuomo. And, uh, you know, so it's under the, ener- the energy is a little bit about going behind people's backs. So if that happened to you last week, I do apologize because I looked at it and I'm going positive, positive, but those energies could be negative, negative, where people do something a little sneaky peat. 
and you go, wow, that was a little sneaky Pete of you. Really? You, you, you did that? I'm like, that was kind of sneaky. So you're a Scorpio with a Gemini energy, huh? That was a little sneaky in my case. You know, you may have had sneaky somewhere else. Um, and, and watch that those planets in Pisces also can make us be a little paranoid or make us be a little anxious about stuff. And that's okay, too. You know, that's part of the energy of it. So we kind of work with this and we, we uh, understand that energy is very strong and that we're working with that in, a, in an energy of change, in an energy of understanding stuff, in an energy of direction, right? Because that's, that's how the energy is showing. So you may have found out, you know, people are doing stuff. And it is an energy of Mars and Gemini not always telling the truth or not always being direct, the good part is you find out about it because Mars and Gemini answers to Mercury and Aquarius. And Mercury and Aquarius is telling the story. So you're going to hear about it. So, you know, don't take it personally. Just notice it happened and then figure out what, what if anything. And you may not want to do something about it. You may say, you know, they went behind my back. They did that. Do I actually know about it? No. Okay. Officially, did they say anything to me? No. So I'm just going to ignore it. Or you may feel you need to be a little more direct and deal with it. And that's okay. This is the energy of we're realigning structures. Remember, with the Saturn-Uranus in a square, people are feeling the need to take action about things that maybe they shouldn't or the need to take action about things that maybe they should. And so I think part of it you want to kind of look at and say, well, what is my responsibility here? That's the Saturn. And then the square to Uranus is, do I want to do something and take action and change it? And if I don't, great. And if I do, great. Those, again, the options. Remember, Mars is hanging out in Gemini. He's coming into the nodes. Venus is in this situation, and she, has, she was more last week. She's kind of moving out of it now. She was in this situation we call in the bends. And if you look at the planets, they're all bundled in a little clump. They're all, you know, normally they're all over the sky. Right now they're bundled in a little clump, and they're very passionate when they're in a little clump because they're all like hanging out going, blah, 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 blah. you know, they're having all this conversation among themselves. It's like a concentrated cocktail party. You know how you walk in a room sometimes and everybody's at the far end in the corner? and you've got to walk all the way across the room, that's the energy of the planets right now. They're all over there. And this week, the moon went through, the week we just had, the moon went through um, the uh, Aquarius and then the Pisces, and now he's in Aries, and then he's going to leave. And then he's going to go back over to the other side of the sky where he's all by himself. So we right now we're kind of hanging out. We're maybe finding out stuff which is for our better good or our knowledge about how we move, and then it's going to move out of there midweek, and then it's off, Moon's off by himself, all by, by herself, all the way next towards the end of the week, when we get to next week, the week of the um, 22nd. So our job with this energy is to know we're kind of in, we're hearing things, we're finding out things, there's stuff going on, and we have to kind of think about what our role is in it and, and what, if anything, we want to do. And or, and we may not want to do anything. We may just hear about it. We may want to say something about it. We may not. But this is the reveal. This is a reveal energy because of the stuff in Pisces, wanting to make it out, wanting to flush it out, wanting to tell us. So the energy of flushing it out and telling us, 
You know, I think you maybe want to pay attention to that. And you go, really? What's your motivation in doing that? You want to check your own motivations this week. Are you motivated from a place of helpfulness or are you motivated from a place of destructiveness? Mars and Gemini, it can be seen both ways. And so when you do something or if somebody does some, brings something to you, you want to kind of go, okay, so like, hmm, why are they telling me that? What's that about? And, of course, if you hear something twice, follow up on it. If someone says, hey, you know, you should watch that movie, someone else says, oh, my God, that movie was amazing, go watch the movie. That is how the universe is talking to you right now. You know, we do this little signs thing, you know, like we get, I mean, I get little signs from different people, uh, different things, you know, or, you know, emails or people send stuff and I go, hmm, is that a sign? You know, I got a Pisces moon. I'm always watching for this stuff. But I, you know, I was reminded of when I was younger and I was going to play tennis and I was walking along the street and I lived near Memorial Sloan Kettering, which is, of course, is a cancer hospital. And I'm going down uh, the street and there's a farmer's market. So I stopped to pick up some fruit because I was going to meet some friends for tennis and um, there was a hearse in the loading dock, which, you know, I was like, oh, my God, there's a hearse. And I'm like, well, you know, it's a hospital. Like, how do they get the dead bodies out, right? That makes sense. And then I get to meet my friends, and we all ride the train to where we're going, like Westchester somewhere. One of them had arranged a lesson with a pro. We get there, and we're walking up to the place. It was in Riverdale. Walking up to the place, and there's a little dead bird on the ground, and there's all these ants on him. You know, he'd fallen out of the nest. It was very sad. He didn't have any feathers yet. But I was like, oh, my God, there's a dead bird. Now I had the hearse, had the dead bird. We're playing tennis. It's a big guy, and he's shaking. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, that guy's got Parkinson's. He's got some neurological thing going on, you know. And then you know, it was a good lesson. He was very helpful. He was, a great, he was a great pro. But I'm thinking, oh, you're a tennis pro, and you have Parkinson's, which is a neurological disease where you can't control your body. This is not a good thing for a tennis pro, right? So we're coming home, and I get home, and my dad calls. And he goes, hi, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. Now, normally my father, I talk to him on Sundays. That was when I would talk to him. I'm like, I'm good. How are you? He goes, I'm good, I'm good. Just was thinking about you. I'm like, okay, okay. Good, good to hear from you. We chatted a little. We hung up. I'm like, why is so weird? And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. That was my parents' wedding anniversary. So I saw these dead things. And I kept noticing them or people, and my dad was a neurologist, so the guy with a neurological illness, you know, I can spot them because we were kids, he would play spot the neurological illness in people as we walked by them on the street. And I went, wow, completely forgot my mother, my, well, obviously it was important to my dad because it was the day he married her. And he always checked in with us on her anniversary. I would check in with him on her birthday, you know, because that to me was, but I, you know, anniversary wasn't important. But it was like this message, and it kind of kind of flew in. So that's the energy last week and this week. So if you didn't get one last week, you might get one this week as the planets are going through, and they're going to come to aspect Pluto, and Mercury is going to come to aspect it. Or I'm sorry, the sun is going to come to aspect, and Venus is going to come to aspect it. And they're going to aspect it right before, right before they go into Aries. So if you find you're getting messages, you're getting, you're bringing up things, you're remembering people, you're thinking about the old stuff, old memories from your past, this is the week where that can happen very strongly because we are at the last degrees of Pisces. It stirs up 
old cellular, old soul memories and invites you to remember them before the energy shifts into the beginning of a new growing season. So you may find yourself more emotional this week. You may feel like you got kind of took o- taken over by a little tsunami of water. That's totally fine. And that also is kind of part of the energy of the week because of that shift with the planets at the last degree of water kind of going out, finishing up the year. And, of course, this year we had this week, we had all these celebrations of a sort of one-year anniversary of COVID. I'm like, wow, has it really been a year? But then kind of going through all the things that had happened and all the stuff that changed and all the, you know, so it definitely has this kind of emotional component. And this week does too. And then we kind of go into the spring. So just know, you know, if you didn't, if you didn't get running into paranoia, dishonesty, betrayal, or deep emotion last week, you might have it this week. And that's okay. That's kind of, think of it as a cleanse almost. You know, in the in the summer they always say, yeah, have a cleanse. You know, like eat the leaves, eat the greens, eat the grass because it's fresh and new. Kind of break out, break out stuff. So emotional week, but also um, good week, good solid, good solid energy uh, in terms of how we're moving forward. So kind of pay attention to that and see, you know, what you want to, what, if anything, you want to do with it. So today was daylight savings time. We move everything forward one hour, and we have a shift in a, in a new direction and uh, a change, right? So we then have uh, Mercury going into Pisces tomorrow night, the um, 6th, the 15th. And so he's moons in Aries today, tomorrow, and he goes void tomorrow night at 1140 with a square to Pluto. So moon square Pluto is a little stressful. You know, moon in Aries squares Pluto, it's, you know, maybe a little argumentative. Then the moon goes into Taurus, bright and early on the morning of Tuesday, the 16th. He goes in Taurus. Now remember, the moon's exalted in Taurus. He's really happy, happy. He's happy, happy Tuesday. He's happy, happy Wednesday. Of course, that's St. Patrick's Day, so lots of people are happy, happy that day. Uh, and then my mother always was like, ah, it's a great, she was Irish, 100% Irish. She says, Everybody wants to be Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Top of the morning to you and the rest of the day to you. And then the moon goes into Taurus, leaves Taurus on the 18th at 4.40 p.m. Thursday. And it goes void with a sextile to the sun. So moon and Taurus, sextile to the sun and Pisces, very fertile. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Great time for getting projects off the ground. Great time for launching stuff. Great time for new beginnings to follow up in your dream. Moon is void just a little bit on the 18th from 4.40 p.m. to 7.47 p.m on Thursday night, and then it's in uh, Gemini on Friday. It's in Gemini on Saturday, and it goes into the new year with a Gemini moon. So the new year has a Gemini moon, which often means we have to do everything two times this year, and that's okay, or this season at least, the next 30 days, or the next 60 days, 90 days. Um, uh, At any rate, moon's in Gemini, so double-doubles. And Mars is in Gemini, so it goes into Gemini, and then the moon goes void, on Sunday, the 2-1, at 8.04 a.m., and then it goes into um, Cancer at 8.18, little tiny void, and then it's in Cancer all day Sunday, all day Monday, all day Tuesday, till 11.26 uh, a.m. on the 23rd, and the moon goes void uh, with a opposition to Pluto. So the Taurus moon and the Gemini moon are easy, the Aries moon, uh, the Cancer moon on Sunday, tough, and Monday next week, tough, and the moon today and tomorrow, tough. Tough endings. Now, when I say that tough endings, it doesn't mean you can't start stuff. It just means 
you know, when it ends, you might not be happy. It'll have some kind of triangle or some drama or some slamming of door or whatever. So, and again, if you're working on projects, you're not beginning new projects. It's really more the continuation of a project. You're okay. It's really when we're beginning something that it's good. So then the other thing we have this week um, that's kind of interesting is we, as we mentioned before, the sun goes into Aries on the 20th, which is the spring equinox, and then uh, Venus goes into Aries on the 21st. So the two of them are dancing together. Now they're getting ready to form a Venus-Sun conjunction, which happens on the 26th. So this kind of takes us back to last uh, June, 1st and 2nd, when there was a last Venus-Sun conjunction in Gemini. So stuff that you started last June can be coming forward now, stepping forward and saying, oh, okay, let's, how about we do this? And you're like, okay, that could be fun. And we begin, we begin a chapter this week with that energy because it's, it's a pretty potent week, you know, frankly. Um, emotional, but potent, but busy, but potent, but emotional. <laughs> and the good part is the sun is away from Neptune, so the treachery is gone. We're leaving the treachery behind and moving into a new energy. Okay. Um, okay, so the sun this week goes from 23 Scorpio or 23 Pisces all the way to 2 Aries. Um, so think of those degrees in your chart. Notice what's between 23 and 0 or 2 Aries, and those are the areas the sun is going to illuminate. If you have planets at those degrees, they're going to be woken up by the sun's energy. The Piscean energy, of course, is dreamy drifty, and the sun has, as mentioned, a sextile to Pluto on the 16th. So that's kind of helping you see some power dynamics or some power stories or some ways that we're working with power. There's a health aspect on the 16th also because the sun's in a queen de Chile with Vesta, which says, well, there's some stuff that's working, but we're not 100% sure Son of mentioned before goes into Aries on the 20th, and then he has a quintile to the north node on the 21st, which is usually good news. And then he has a contraparallel to Venus and to Eris. Um, now, Venus and Eris are both, you know, Venus is coming in to Aries, and of course, Eris is in Aries, so the two of them are kind of working together, talking to the sun. So that's usually a little bit of a stressful energy. That's going to be the 22nd and the 23rd next week, which we already know is a little stressful because of the moon in Cancer. Uh, Mercury this week, as we mentioned, he's going into Pisces on the 15th tomorrow at 6.26 p.m. So you got Today and tomorrow when Mercury's in Aquarius to get all that stuff written. And then he goes into Pisces and he's so sensitive. Um, and he loses his voice. He meets Pallas Athena on the 18th, so he has a strategic approach to things. He has a sextile to Uranus on the uh, 21st, so that's creative. Pisces, Mercury, sextile to Uranus, creative ideas. And, of course, he's running from you know last degrees of Aquarius right now into uh, 12 Pisces. So he's moving pretty quickly. He's only going to be in Pisces till April 2nd. So you don't have a lot of Pipe Mercury in Pisces. It's not like Aquarius we had for three months because of the retrograde. But Pisces is music and song. And I do find, you know, this is, um, lately I've been having a lot of Neptune in general, so I open a chart up and it sings to me. You know, it gives me a song of the person. Kind of weird. But, uh, you know, the, the chart goes boom, 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 or, you know, work, 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 or I had one the other day. It was shark, baby shark, bup, 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 bup. and I'm like, baby shark. And so it was a person, she was a new mom, and she wanted me to look at her kids. I'm like, oh, she's going to be hearing a lot of baby shark 
you know. So watch for the music that comes in. You may hear old songs, or you may be thinking about an old song, and you want to kind of hear it again. Definitely follow up on that with Mercury and Pisces, because this is the song lyrics, uh, the time, the songs of our lives. There was an episode a while back where Kelly Clarkson was on with, um, I want to say it was Tim Garth, the Garth guy. I might not even have the wrong name, but the Garth guy. You know, the song, The Dance. I would have hated to miss the pain, but then I would have had to miss it. I would, would have liked to miss the pain, but then I would have had to miss the dance. And she was saying, you know, I've been singing that song for years, and um, and I finally heard the words this week, and it made me cry. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I made her cry. Let me go look at the words. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that would make you cry. You know, so kind of listen for the, the songs of your life. Mercury is really singing to you. And he's whispering in your ear, watch your dreams. When he's in Pisces, you have some wicked, wicked, wild dreams. And talk to him. You know, he, you know, you can talk to him even if he can't talk back to you. Get out your old record albums. Get out your old music. Get out your old playlist from, you know, back, you know, back when. You know, think about the music that's in your life, the, 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 the songs of your life, because Mercury wants us to remember. And so much of what we do is set to music. You know, we often play music or think of music or work with music. So this is really the next couple of weeks. Just kind of really think of the, the soundtrack of your life, the emotional soundtrack. So Mercury this week, as he goes through early degrees of Pisces, of course, he's going to sextile Uranus, which is a great idea. So that's the 21st. And that should, that should be some positive news. Like he's saying, yes, you, you got this. You We're good. He also has a little bit of an adjustment to things on the 22nd about how it's going to proceed, and that's okay. And then he also has a semi-sextile to Saturn on the 23rd, which is next week, which has got, a again, an adjusting energy. A lot of the stuff this week is the setup for next week. I'm not quite sure why, but this week we're setting up next week's energy as we get all the planets changed into new signs and everybody gets their new assignments and their new seats for the next chapter. Mercury is also square to Mars on the 23rd uh, in Gemini, and that's uh, at 11 degrees uh, at night. So moon square, Mercury square Mars can be some news that you're not happy about, but you can work with. Uh, Venus this week. She is going from 22 Venus to 2 Aries. So again, she's wrapping up the Pisces section where she's exalted, and then she's going into Venus and Aries where she's not exalted. She gets a little cranky uh, because she's in Aries and kind of pushing, pushing, pushing. So the Venus in Aries has a lot of energy around how do we do this, how do we move, how do we work with the energy. She also has strong partnership energy on the 15th, and then she has a lot of energy of negotiation all week long. So Venus is in negotiating mood. She's in Pisces. She's talking to people. She, too, has a sextile to Pluto. And hers is on the 18th, which is a lot of energy around how do we go forward, how do we take action. She also has some very supported energies around proceeding on things on the 18th and the 19th and partnering with things that maybe make her a little irritated but that actually help her get there. So we want Venus to be, she's in a good mood. Once she goes into Aries, she gets a little sharper, a little sharp-tongued. But she's not wrong. That's, you know, sometimes that's hard. Mars this week, he is running in Gemini. He runs from 7 to uh, to 12, it looks like. And, uh, again, doing everything two times. It's people keep going to me, is Mercury retrograde? I'm like, nope, it's Mars in Gemini. You have to do everything twice. You do the first one, and then you have to do it again. 
Um, and so that energy. He does have a, a hard-ass Uranus on the 18th. The 18th is particularly loaded. Um, and so that's the Thursday. A lot of opportunity, a lot of change that day, a little bit of stress. But there's a lot of activity the 18th. Kind of a super, kind of a super strong day in terms of energies. And then he has a little bit of a squabble on the 19th. But he gets good news to move forward. He has his annual, his you know, his semi, no, his biannual trine to Saturn. Every two years he has this trine. He is in uh, Gemini and he trines Saturn in Aquarius and says, "Forward we go. New opportunities, new directions. We're on this." Uh, and so there's a there's a forward motion energy that's very strong. Uh, Jupiter this week has a semi sextile to Neptune. That's a little bit of being blindsided, feeling like stuff's been going on behind your back. That's kind of a follow up to last week too. So if you find out some stuff's been going on and you didn't know about it, this is the week to pay attention. And then Saturn this week, he's in Aquarius. He's about ten eleven, and he's working with partnerships in new ways on the nineteenth. And he also is making some adjustments to the home and hearth or the diet or the health on the 20th. And last but not least, Pluto is pretty well behaved this week, <laughs> which is always good when Pluto's behaving himself. He does have this quadrate from Mars on the 23rd, but by and large, he's kind of quiet. So we're not going to have a whole lot of triangle drama, but we are going to have a lot of energy around change and how we work with it and what we do with it. So it's an interesting week. Um, hopefully it's not going to be too emotional for you. Um, I know last week ended up being pretty emotional for me, and I'm like, I thought these were good aspects. And they are. They're all about clarity and about seeing things in a new way and, and understanding that you have to um, you have to do it. You know, that's part of your job, making a making a statement, moving forward in some way, adjusting your direction. So forward you go into the week, and hopefully it's a good one, and you have fun, and happy um, happy spring next weekend, and <laughs> happy St. Patrick's Day this Wednesday. And Ann Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Dress. Tense weekdays this week are Thursday, the 18th. The rest of the week, pretty pretty easy peasy. And then, of course, next weekend, a uh, little, tr- little tough on um, Sunday. Uh, take care. Bye.